Show Power by 104.4 FM. It's your boy CO McLean. It's your girl Ash B. One time for pretty fine. In the building, shout out the sweetest taboo. I call her by sweetest taboo name. She just celebrated her birthday yesterday. Happy birthday. Give her a for shouting her birthday. Happy birthday to Shout Boogie Boogie. To ya. Happy birthday! I hope she's not hungover. I hope she is hungover. Yeah, that, that, if you're hungover, that's a good birthday. Facts. Shout out to birthday bitch. Shout out to Petty P. Shout out to D to SG on the Buddha. Pocket size engineer. Shout out to E class. I ain't forget nobody, right? Mm-mm. Nope. And this is no advisory, mother lovers. We got a very special. He not even a he not even a, a guest. He's That's sitting family. in rocking with us. He's family right <laughs> now. Right, you got Mister No Limit Larry no from Power ninety eight in the building oh, with us. But the business is no. What's up with that punch? Though? Hold on, let me finish drinking yeah, this dead rain. Yeah. You can't mix so I, electrolytes with the liver chasers. Yes, you can. Uh, <laughs> yes, you can. can. <laughs> Pretty fine. Said I can. I can mix it you up. You can mix. We're it. all nah. about responsible drinking over yes. here. That is responsible. I told you, you got to be either good or bad. You can't have both. Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. No, you cannot mix punch with that It can be shit. bad, but feel good. You can have it at the same time. She's already. Wow. Random thoughts. Is that what we're doing today? Hot topics when I go to Ash B. What we got, Ash? Yes, okay. So, I'm going to start the hot topics off with some bullshit because Uh-oh. although Jason Van Dyke has been convicted of second degree murder in the shooting of Laquan McDonald, I don't know if y'all heard about this case. Yeah. Have yep, y'all yep. heard about it? Mm-hmm. Yep. Jason Van Dyke, he was convicted of second degree murder in the shooting of the uh, Laquan McDonald. Now, this happened in Chicago. Um, this Laquan was shot 16 times. Mm-hmm. And it was reports. What happened was it was reports of a man like walking erratically on the street or whatever. Right. And I, the video, y'all, is just fucking heart wrenching. So the guy is just walking down the street and he has a knife. So the 911 dispatch is trying to get other officers in the area who may have a taser because I guess everybody, of course, all the cops, they just have pistols, no tasers. Because, mm-hmm. of course, you want to try to subdue the suspect because you don't want to kill him. That shouldn't be your first instinct. Mm-hmm. A normal person thinking. So there were reports of a man walking erratically with a knife or whatever. And police pull up. He's surrounded by the police. He's walking down the street and then. Officer Van Dyke just takes it upon himself to shoot him. And he's laying on the ground with the knife. Mm-hmm. Now, then they had the nerve to say in the closing statements that if Laquan had just put down the knife, then maybe he would still be alive today, mm-hmm. which is some bullshit. Like, how can you compare a knife with a physical weapon? That is a physical that weapon. A that weapon. is a physical weapon. I mean, weapon. A, weapon, a weapon that can, <laughs> but I mean, a weapon that can actually, it's with a knife. knife, you have to come up on somebody be, to be able to attack him. With a gun, you have to shoot him. But it's still a weapon. It's yeah. a weapon, but he wasn't coming up on... He was coming up on the... He had the knife, but I feel like it's other ways. Cops are trained to be able to subdue, subdue people with physical force if they have a weapon. I don't know, Ashby. I love you. Yeah, but I don't I know love about you. this one. Now. But <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Me, personally, I think that they could have maybe shot him in his leg. They don't do that. Yeah, they don't do that, but they should. Just because they don't do it, we can't. We can't give these cops a break for stuff that they should be doing. It's what they're supposed to do. What we're paying them to do. 
Well, the, th- the thing about that is, you know, I, I took the police training and I advise everybody out there, if you get a chance to go to the academy to take the um, officer training, they put you through situations like this. Mm-hmm. And what I found is like when you put yourself in that situation, mm-hmm. like, like, um, so I did it. They gave me a taser, they gave me a gun, and mm-hmm. they gave me pepper spray. Mm-hmm. And every instance, I used the fucking gun. Mm-hmm. No lie. Okay. No lie. But let, let me finish. Okay. And, and, but, you know, it's, 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 it's three things about this case. Okay. One, you know, it was so many officers, and this officer was convicted because he was the only one that decided to shoot. Right. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? That's the first part of it. The second mm-hmm. part of it is, you know what I mean, uh, they, are, they, they were kind of right in there closing argument saying like mm. god damn it listen some goddamn time yeah absolutely they say put them damn weapons put down, down put them weapons down and then the third part this is chicago mm-hmm. where high you, you know rate. you know they high, they, they murder rate is, is crucial up there in chicago so you know i know the pol- like we'll say like police ain't supposed to be scared but they're they're human mm-hmm. they fucking scared out there bro like they yeah. scared out there it's it's some scary ass cops out there and then you gotta you gotta add that nigga this chicago yeah. So you know it's some scary ass cops in Chicago, but he was the only one that was charged because he was the only one that decided to that shoot. Decided to shoot, and he shot excessively. So he yeah, shot he excessively. But my whole my whole thing with the situation is the overkill of it. Now I understand cops have human behavior, but yeah. when you t- my opinion is a civilian was was when you take on a job like this. I understand you got human instincts and they're going to kick in, but I mean, you got to kind of like, I don't know what you need to do, but you need to set those feelings to the side and think of what you should, what your job is, what yeah, your job man. description is. And that's to protect and serve. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I think, you know, I definitely think the training needs to be a little I different. I think that's mm-hmm. that. I think whatever that training course you were talking about, that actual people. Yeah, they do take, it here. Like I the, think that's, that's actually a good idea. Yeah. I think that's something. Moving I mean, to, you know, I always got to play devil's advocate, right? So, of I mean, course. in that instance, I mean, the guy did have a weapon that could cause physical bod- bodily harm to a being that can actually kill somebody if you used properly. With with I knives. understand so, that. In that case, if you somebody's lunging at you with a knife. He wasn't lunging. Or even if he has a knife and he's like, put the knife down. You're not adhering to the cop's request and you steadily walking with a knife. You're intent. The, to the cop is like you're going to attack me with this knife. If I don't put you down, you're going to harm me. So in his defense, he did in his training was like, listen, I'm going to take him down. The the only way he know how, and he shot him. I well, mean, in that in this case here, you know, certain cases you hear you're like, man, that was unjustifiable. But in this case here, in so my 16 opinion, times is justifiable. No, okay, I mean, so it may I, be a little bit excessive, but excessive. it was excessive. But I definitely he did a job in this to one. the extent that he took it. Okay. Um, like Lisa said, no, they don't shoot in the leg. And I think that you shouldn't, it shouldn't be shoot to kill. That shouldn't be the mentality, the mentality of the training. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm saying. However, if I'm standing here with a machete, I'm just being dramatic right now. Mm-hmm. But if I'm standing here with a machete, okay, I ain't doing nothing. I ain't waving. I'm just standing here looking crazy as hell with this machete. Mm-hmm. Officer comes up and says, P5, put it down or I'm going to have to shoot you. It's people around you scared. You in your uniform trying to do your job. I'm not listening to you. And I have a fucking machete. Mm-hmm. You going to shoot me. Yeah, you're getting shot. Well, in that case, but I'm talking about... <laughs> yeah, well, that's, I'm talking that's about, what happened, though. No, but it was... That's what happened. It's because it would be me. But that's exactly yeah, what, what happened. happened. That's exactly but what no, happened. But no, I watched the video. And he he was walking down the street. It was He was surrounded by police. He was yeah. trained. He was surrounded by people that are trained to deal with... Supposed to be trained to deal with situations like this. Shoot him in the leg if you got to shoot him. Well, I'm going to tell don't you... Don't shoot I'm, him 16 what, times. They're not... Well, see, see what, what a lot of uh, people, I guess they don't understand. When, mm-hmm. Once it gets to the... The point of because they got so many 
stuff on that belt that they could use. Once he gets mm-hmm. to yeah. the point where I have to pull his gun, well, that is like the last Resort. stop. Mm-hmm. Once I have to pull this gun, this is what I was taught when I went to the police training. Mm-hmm. Once I have to, once I get to that gun, that's the last stop. That means I now have to use deadly force. Mm-hmm. Shooting you in the leg is not deadly force. No. Now I agree. Like we, like when we look at it hindsight twenty twenty, right. you're like, damn, he could have shot him in the leg. Mm-hmm. But when I'm out there in them streets, it's it's a it's, it's a different, a different day and age. And 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 a lot and like 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 CEO said, man, a lot of these cases is some bullshit. And like this right here was, you know, definitely could be looked at some bullshit because he's the only officer that, that used his gun. Right. Of all the police officers. So that he should have had better training or he should have yeah. used, he should have better used judgment. Better mm-hmm. But he going to jail. So that's another part of it that mm-hmm. now yeah. this is like the third officer in two, two, three months that has mm-hmm. been charged this and convicted. True. And convicted. True. So. so that's progress. So I guess progress. we can end it on the bright side and rest out. <laughs> rest in peace to Laquan McDaniel. Yes. Rest in peace, and man. Shout out. Mm-hmm. Hope all his family is doing well. Moving mm-hmm. right along to. To this uh, Mashonda. Now, do y'all know who Mashonda oh is? Mish- no, that's um, from Swiss, Swiss Beats. She right? was on a season yeah. of Love and Hip Hop. Yeah. She did do a season of Love Beats, and Hip Hop. But Beats back X. in the day, she was an artist. She did yeah. have a single out. Yeah, she did. She was a little artist. And, but Thanks people most, yeah, people, people yeah, most know artist. her. For, <laughs> people most know her for um, Marion, or yeah, Marion Swiss Beats. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how she was known for. So. <laughs> I, I, I bet you money. Name, what's the name of my song? I don't even know she was I don't song. have my today exactly. pulled up. Her name of the song is Mashonda. Yeah. <laughs> but I did know, I do remember her little videos on 106 and Park. What was the name okay? of her song? Look, Lisey. And we call them love videos. <laughs> anyway, so she has a new book out and it's entitled Blended. And okay, it's yeah. telling a story of um, her situation with Alicia Keys in Swiss Beats. If y'all don't know that backstory, uh, Alicia Keys uh, allegedly was was the home record at this time and kind of slid in there and stole Swiss beats from Mashonda, which I don't agree with that term. I don't think nobody could steal nobody from nobody, but like that was, that, night. that was what, that's what was going on. So Mashonda now, this is years later. Now she's decided to write a book talking about her journey and the progress of her and Alicia Keys becoming now friends. Now, what people don't understand is they have children. So I think when children are involved, it's easier for the adults to kind of come together. But y'all, the backlash that they getting, like these comments, like it's a lot of bitter, (laughs) bitter baby mamas, I guess we could call them out there. Like I could never. So I just want to get y'all opinion. Pretty fine first you. If you were in a situation where you were married with married to someone for a while, y'all had a whole history and a young lady who was famous stepped in and, you know, the guy decided that they were going to be together. They form a relationship. He divorces you. How would you handle it? Do you think you could ever form a relationship with that woman? Eventually? Yeah. That's very big. Are you pretty fine? Because I'm going to have to let that go. And, yeah, and that's what it's she got, about. Alicia Keys, big time. She got Alicia Keys. He got Alicia Keys. He got Alicia yeah. Keys. Okay. I'm just saying, so you, like me holding on to it don't hurt him. Mm-hmm. That shit can fuck with your health. Yep. Your money, like just right. everything about your everyday life, you holding that on. You gotta let that go. You have to let, let it go. go. You have to let the, cancer kills. And holding on to shit so like misery, it misery, misery causes cancer. Holding on, I'm not a doctor, but, but somehow I think that makes sense. I, I, really, when you hold when you hold stuff like that into your body, that can cause all type of yeah. things to go on. But I just want y'all to hear some of the growth that Alicia and Mashonda have gone through because I just yes. think this is wonderful. Play that. 
said, I have this idea about a book. What <laughs> your body? thought it was uh, a very positive step forward, mm -hmm. uh, being that, you know, there was a lot of misunderstandings in the beginning uh, with our communication. And when she came with the idea, it was like, wow, like, you know, um, if people can see where we came from to where we at now, mm -hmm. uh, we thought that it would benefit uh, a lot of families and, and a lot of different people in a similar situation. We worked on ourselves individually. We worked on our relationship. We healed. We healed our children. We gave them an opportunity to see us growing. And that's the real blend. That healing is, it's the first step to blending. We would be around a table, you know, and it'd be the three of us. Okay, but the, the rolls, biggest thing rolls. with that whole thing is that they talked about growth and yeah. communication. Now, my, my one thing, does mm -hmm. does Mashonda and um, Swiss Beats have a kid together? They, yes. do. they, yes, do. they do. So they that's do. the biggest factor of that having is, a Eunice and his kids. Right. And that's what Mashonda talked about. She said, because someone asked, like, why, why did you take this big step? This is a big step for a woman mm -hmm. to take. She said that she saw a difference in her child. Like, yeah. she literally saw the spark leave from his eye. And when you see situations start to affect your children yeah. I think uh, your maternal instinct is just how the fuck to make this right how right, can right, I make right. this right so the fact that she stood up and she stepped up and did what she had to do and now she has this book called Blended mm -hmm. which I just bought and I'm going to read it oh so you actually I'll, bought that shit yeah, how much you pay for that book why why you in my coin I want to know how much was that I book price like $16.99 how many pages is oh in the book oh my gosh it's a re I love to read so how many pages an I don't know is it, thick, is it thick or slim? It's a pretty thick book. Uh, I should have brought it. Well, I think this is this is a, another ploy to help Mashonda make some money. That's so it. She can shut the hell up. That's but, right. And then too, like I know, I know Swizzy. I know Mashonda. I got a crazy story about Swizzy oh, and Mashonda. Well, let's hear that. No, we're going to uh, talk about that later. Okay, oh. we'll talk about that later. But uh, but no, you know, speaking from somebody who actually's been through this and is going through this, yeah, you know, myself. Like you know, at the end of the day, it's all about the kids. Mm -hmm. And when you become, when you're a real adult, absolutely. And I don't want you. You don't want this. And and we don't want each other no more. Then you can really deal with the real situation. That's about mm -hmm. the kids. So like right. I think Mashonda probably got to a point where she realized like Swiss ain't coming back. Mm -hmm. It's over. Alicia's not the enemy. Mm -hmm. And you know we got our kids are gonna have to play together because Swiss Swiss is an amazing father. Yeah, he is. He is. You know, at the, yeah. at the end of the day, that's what it's about. So, it yeah. is. It's all about. The and you know, kids. and and to add on to that, I just think Mashana just want a little bit of piece of that that happiness. She want to be in there like <laughs> she do. I mean, with Swiss too and my kids, <laughs> yeah. skating. You know, Swiss loves to skate. Yeah, you know, skating. She want a piece of that because she was out of the limelight for mad long. Okay, I'm just saying. Well, shout out to out. her for being yeah. a big girl yeah, shout and out to doing was, big girl things. Sure yeah, yeah, shout out to Alicia and, for being receptive to it. Yeah. But, like, if, if, but if Mashonda moved on, you got another nigga laying in your bed, laying pipe. Why are you worried about what me and Swiss right. doing? Uh, you know, but, from Alicia's point of view. But at right. the end of the day, I mean, don't act like women don't harbor those emotions still. I mean, that's traumatic. Men people do too, get, but I'm just saying. People get PTSD from that shit. Yeah, you definitely can. definitely And they get cancer, right? They get cancer. They could get cancer. Mashonda's lucky she didn't get cancer so you Moving saved right your on. own life Michelle. thank you <laughs> moving right along y'all good news yes what's good news it's a comeback. Toys R Us bankruptcy option auction has been canceled amidst oh, plans for oh, oh, oh. Yeah, it. Jeffrey the giraffe yes. has a job, y'all. Yes, so shout out to Toys R Fucking Us. That's yes. good. Because you know, <laughs> I feel like fucking us. That's the 
I think that's why it's called Red Door. Toys are uh, fucking us. I think ma'am. that's Red Door. That's the adult toy store. But what, I think this is good because you got these kids wrapped up in these video games. Yes. Fuck, if I hear Fortnite one more time, God help me. Like, <laughs> go to an actual establishment. I used to be so excited when to my dad pulled store. up to a Toys R Us. Yeah. Like, I would about pass out. Right. These kids are not phased by right. it. So no, I think this. Store. It's a store, but it has. But it's a monumental store, man. It holds part of the store. It's just a store. It's just a store. Is it a video game called Toys R Us? Like they are not interested. So my goal is to, when it does open up, I'm going to get my son acclimated with Toys R Us. Yes, all of Toys R Us. There's a lot of Toys R Us that I can play with. Want to play with yeah, it? Yeah, I don't know that part. I don't know that part. The biggest toy store there is. <laughs> I don't want to grow up. Because, baby, if I did, I wouldn't be a Toys R Us kid. Hey! I love Toys R Us. What can <laughs> right. I say? Right. I probably got pictures with Jeffrey the Drag. Is your bottle empty yet? I'm, I'm, I'm on the way. Let me tell y'all, Lizzie hey, is playing. He's why y'all on me though? Why you the point? Why you all on me though? Why you all on me though? How you babysit Gatorade? Right. Hold on, he got some time. You got I got a whole nother hour with him. ain't got no whole nother hour. We're going to check on you in a good 10. We're going to check on you in 10. But guys, that wraps up Hot Topics. If y'all want more Hot Topics, y'all can definitely subscribe and like to our YouTube page for Reality Wrap Up. You can catch up on the newest Hot Topics. And yeah, that's all I got Let's give him a pause for Azure Hot Topics. Thank you. Yes. So right now we're gonna get into our um artist of the week. We had the gentleman on on our last show, Mr. Prize. I mean, y'all, if y'all living on a rock, and well, a lot of these millennials probably live under a rock. They don't really know who this guy is, but to us who do know who they know the living legend Prize is, he was on the show last week, and um he has a new album out called Wave Culture. Listen to the CD; got six tracks on it, dope tracks. So I'm gonna play so one of my favorite songs on there, which is um oh. is is featuring um Young Ma. And the song is called Pump Faking. Okay. So we're going to play. Young yeah, yeah, Young Ma, she blacked on this. So we're going to go into our Artist of the Week prize. This one is called Pump Faking featuring Young Ma. Fuck about no police. Then I'm going to fuck about no police now. Run it.
of the week by prize that one was called pump faking featuring young ma killed it yes make sure y'all go <laughs> like pick that. that new ep up from prize wave culture on all streaming platforms man six tracks in dope project shout the prize man shout the young ma snow advisory approved bang yes so right now we are going we are going to get into our one time for pretty fine, for pretty fine our hip hop trivia, and we're gonna direct all the questions and all the questions too. No lies, no lies. Let's do it, baby. Let me see if I and got my. Don't f it up. Listen, Miss Jessica was on here. She went five for five for real. Yeah, yeah Miss Jessica bodied it. I mean, that's what she do though. But like, she covered. You know, she that's do the. She do the entertainment news though. I don't, you know what I mean? I'm not a nosy neighbor. You're in the industry. <laughs> I am. I'm not, I'm not a nosy neighbor. That's her job. That's oh, what she does. Oh my god. She's supposed to be nosy and find out what the hell going on. Shout out to your first shout out to Jessica. Shout out to Burby. Shout out to the whole no limit. Oh yeah, in the man. Morning, yeah. In the morning, yeah. my people. And we Yo, voting for y'all for the queen. We voting for y'all too. Yes. Y'all better have. Y'all better have. Absolutely. Okay. Let's go, P five. Absolutely. All right. So you was chilling with Onyx, like. Okay, so we know that the members are Star, Fredro Star, Suave, Big DS, and Sticky Fingers. The group was founded in 1988. Yes. What year did Sticky Fingers join? Oh, shit. Damn, that's what you're going to do to me? Yes. You can't use your Googles. You cannot use your Googles. I'm going to just take a stab at it. I'll say 89. No. Anybody else? I would say they was formed in 88. He came in 94. Nope. I'm going to say 92. Nope. 
You heard the question. Don't do that CEO do that. shit. Okay. Don't do that shit. We don't give don't up two do choice shit. though this time. Because that's what CEO did. What, what was the question? <laughs> you got me on them. Wait, okay, okay. okay. What year was he on Moesha? Because I got to go. Nah, Sticky Fingers. He wasn't on Moesha. I know he wasn't, but I got to go back to when he was. Fredro. Um, Fredro was, was on Moesha. Mm-hmm. And then when, you know what? Okay, I'm, you know what? I'm going to switch my answer. To I want to say 96. You're still wrong. Damn. I say 91. That's right. Yeah, what 91. did you say? 91. 91. I got it right, goddammit. You got it wrong first. You got it wrong first. I came back. I came back. I came back. Because Ash back. was the closest. She, was, she said 92, and I won. I tried to give you a little eye squint. She said 91. Wait, what did I say? I said with 91. You said 90. You weren't close. You, what? you was like two years off. Yeah. Yeah. You said 89. Point for Larry. I said 91. He said 89. I said 89. All right, what's the next okay, one? Okay, question Shit. number two. Ask that goddamn honest question. <laughs> we just got through listening to Prize mm-hmm. the Fuji's. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What year did him and his colleagues get started? When was the Fuji's the like Fugees? introduced to us? Ooh la la la. It's the way that we run for da, 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 da. Shit, what year was that? 90? Y'all got me squirming. 1990, your final answer. No, no, I'm saying 90, oh. it's 90-something. It's either, I would say 94, 95. I'm rolling 92. Don't be trying to go off my vibe. <laughs> uh, anybody else? 92. I'm not even going to tell you if you're right or wrong yet. Anybody else? I think else? it was 92. I'm going I'm going to say, everybody's saying 92. I'm going to say 90. D, you, you know, say 90? 92. No, I'm going. Are oh, you going with everybody else? 91. All y'all niggas is wrong. 94? I hate y'all. It's 90. 90? I thought when you said 90, Damn. you were sticking it. What? 1990. That's what Google say. What are you talking about? Are you about? sure? <laughs> Look at him losing his Google. That's what you get for cheating. <laughs> right. That's what you get for cheating. Google uh-uh. says 1992. They had their first round from 90 to 97. Years active. Damn. Wait, wait, wait. Say it again. Uh-huh. Say the first from what? 1990. Through 97. And Proz did say he discovered Lauren Hill when she was just a little girl. So, I mean. 1990. That's exactly what the fuck Google. you get for cheating. It be your own Google search. That's what you get for cheating. Google's not my friend today. What else you got for me? You got to go to Wikipedia. I didn't listen to Wow, but I brought this out because the homie No Leezy was here. Finish these lyrics. Okay. Better be something I know. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Larry's what for what right now? I'm I'm over. No, he's over. You gotta give me half a point for getting the 91 though. That's just because you went back and switched it. But when that nigga switch, he don't get credit, so you don't get credit. You get a smooth half. Okay, so finish these lyrics. Y'all ready? (laughs) It was the cheese helped them bitches get amnesia quick. I used to cut up their buddies. Now they saying they love me. I hate to go with the buddy. Uh-uh, this. this ain't for you. Oh, and for me? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Help me out, see you. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it again. It was the cheese. Help them is it song bitches cry? get amnesia. Yes, it is. It's Look at you. Cry. He finally got one. That song cry. He finally got one. He got it. Mine got finished. He got part one. You ain't finished the lyric. Yeah. yeah he, got the lyric. he got the song. He got I know a song cry because he's like, he's cut up their buddies. Damn, I don't know it, but I know a song crack because he talk about, you know what I mean, him fucking with the girl and then he mad at his chick and then, fuck and it, I don't then know. what were the lyrics? I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes, I gotta make the song Help cry. him out pretty fine. Help him out pretty fine. Yeah. 
You want to put it in the You got to ask me a dirty South song. Okay, I'm from sir. the South. I'm born and raised in the South. Me your bigs, me and my bitch. Watching Barney and Clyde pretending to be that shit. Empty gun in your hand saying, let me see that clip. No, Facebook is called a vote. Visa quick. Nigga had a very bad credit. We did not own the right. But it was right. song cry. He, he, so he get a half a point for that because he got the song. Head, but but head, he did not get the verse. I got a four point. You got one. I take it. So he okay. got one out of three. I'm one out of three. <laughs> but pretty fine is still undefeated. <laughs> Ma'am, you, uh, like, you know what? You have all the answers, You know what? When I come back, I I back <laughs> can I do some hip-hop trivia for high? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. We're going to take that. You know she is the resident rapstress here, so she should know. Watch. We're going to see when I come back. Okay, now I'm when I come back, when I come back, when I come back, I got some hip hop trivia for her. Okay, let's squirm it together. Let's give her one time to free fire. Well, don't leave the hip hop trivia, man. I'm gonna ask her some dirty South shit. And I created those sitting here waiting on you to get here. Oh, good And yo, we're gonna take a little five minute break. And we're gonna come back with our special sitting guest. No, please, we're gonna let that punch marinate. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna come back with our guest, no limit Larry from the morning madhouse of Power 98, man. So we're going to take a little break and we'll be back. No advisory, motherfuckers. Bang. Bang. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. I love it. You're such a fucking hoe. When the first time they ask you, you want sparkling or still? Are you trying to act like you was drinking sparkling water before you came out here? You're such a fucking hoe. I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. I'm a sick fuck. I like a quick fuck. I like my dick suck. I buy you a sick truck. I buy you some new tits. I get you that nip tuck. How you start a family? The condom slipped up. I'm a sick fuck. I'm inappropriate. I like hearing stories. I like that whole shit. I wanna hear more shit. I like the whole shit. Send me some more shit. You trifling hoe, bitch. Bitch. You're such a fucking hoe, I love it You're such a fucking hoe, I love it You know, all day they couldn't say the shit they wanted to say They had the fake orgasms and shit We can tell niggas today, hey, I wanna come, motherfucker Cheers, so we are back. It's no advisory motherfucking show powered by 104.4 FM. And we have a very special guest. He was already in here rocking with us already. But we're going to interview his ass right now. Okay. Yes. Yo, so we got a very special round of applause for Mr. No Leezy, No Limit Larry, baby. Let's do it. In the hot seat. Yeah, so <laughs> you all know, I mean, you already know how No Advisory does. But when, when No Limit first came on, this was the beginner stages of No Advisory. We was mm. just now peaking and stuff like that. Y'all so, was in the apartment. I mean, in the house. I won't give you a apartment. You was in the house. Fuck ah. that. We was in the motherfucking apartment. <laughs> set up. Shout out to hey. me, Melly. You know what I mean? We but was y'all up was in doing there. Thing, though. And we was, and y'all we was still doing it. We, we still we, we trying to grow. Yeah. We still trying to grow. I like it. So, yo, let the people know who you are, where you from, and what the fuck you do. All right, No Limit Larry represents Charlotte, North Carolina, born and raised right here, man. I done did everything in this city. High school, middle school, elementary, preschool, college, work in this motherfucker. They won't let me leave, but it's all good. Love my city, and uh, yeah, I do Morning Madhouse. I've been on the radio for the last 20 years, the last 15 in the mornings. Yes, and that's, that's why I was right. going to allude to. Let's get around the applause. He just made yeah. the 20 year yeah, landmark yeah, on motherfucking yeah, radio. Shit, crazy. It's Twenty years. But what I want to know, because you are so dirty south, and that's south <laughs> for the elf, y'all. He's so he says bike. 
Bite. So you already know he is. They got dirty, that one nigga I'm, I'm just bite. saying. If you could, if you got like a million dollar offer to go on the West Coast. Would you take it? Fucking right. Nigga, I'm out this bitch. Uh, I'm in. Wait, let me tell you something. Because I had some technical difficulty. What was that question? Oh, no, I'm going to rephrase it. Now, I'm glad you had technical difficulties. That was too much. All right. Getting the same. Doing what you're doing now, but in a different market on the West Coast. So, meaning you'll be making about the same. No, I wouldn't be making the same because, you know, you get paid by the size of your market. So, you look at a West Coast market, that's uh, top two. Mm-hmm. So, what we make here is probably pennies to what they make. They make at least seven figures. They started seven figures in the mornings out there. Are you Ooh. serious? Dead serious. Ooh. Goodness gracious. And you, and you surprised about the exit? Goodbye. Nigga, I'm so gone. I'm no. And if anybody here. don't like it, kiss My dear. Hell no, we would love it. That would... But I mean, nah, if you it, didn't take it, we would talk shit. I would talk shit to myself, <laughs> but nah, you you gotta, you know what I mean? I think I did uh, did a lot in this city. Absolutely. Even if I hadn't, you know what I mean? You just gotta, you gotta be able, to, you gotta want to set yourself up for generational wealth, right? Yeah. And definitely taking right. a job like that would set yourself up for generational Jesus, wealth. I did not right. know that. Okay, yeah, no clue. Because it's a bigger market. It's a bigger market. Yeah. So radio is just like television. You get paid on the size of your market, okay. And the people that you reach on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Okay. So like New York, Chicago, L.A are the top three markets. So they started, mm-hmm. even Dallas, Atlanta, they started mm-hmm. seven figures in the morning. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's niggas, a lot of niggas don't think niggas in radio make money, but right. it just depends on what you do. What you do. Right, right. right. Yeah. And I, I've never been one to think that necessarily yeah. that they don't make money because I knew there was other ways you can kind of yeah. make money off of yourself. You become mm-hmm. the, kind of like a product yourself. So. Right. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Oh, I'm not so being I'm that you, I didn't want to go on because y'all know I can go on no, and on. You can go on, <laughs> on and on, on and on, on and on. on, and on. on, and on. Shout out on and on, on and on. I know my little God. So now, so being that you have the tenure of 20 years, I want to know what was one the most memorable memory you have, and one, one and what was the most forgettable moment that you have had in your 20 year tenure. All right, so the most uh, memorable, I would say. Uh, working with Will Smith. He, Will Ooh, Smith dope. came to Charlotte. He did a movie called Seven Pounds. And, you that know, was an incredible movie. Incredible by movie, by the way. You know, and but he came. He picked Charlotte to do like a tour mm-hmm. here. So they they called me. They sent me this whole email list. Is shit you can't do. You can't do this shit. You can't do this. You can't say this. Don't ask him this. Don't do this. Oh, and it was like we just need you to do da 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 da. Yeah. So they sent me a whole list like probably like two weeks in advance. So mm-hmm. then like the week of they called me and said, remember you can't do this. We need you to do this. We need you to be five minutes. So I'm thinking, you know, Will Smith, this nigga make thirty million dollars a film. Right. So I'm thinking he's gonna act. A Certain type of way he's gonna be bougie. I get there, he's got a tour bus, so I'm I'm outside. So I'm thinking like his people are gonna come get me. This nigga opens the door like, what the fuck are you doing outside? Get on the bus. So I'm looking like, like this is Will Smith. (laughs) So he invites me on the bus. We have a conversation. He was like, listen, man. He was like, a lot of people have a a perception of me. He was like, I'm not that. He was like, man, I make thirty million film, whatever. Mm. But I'm a human being. He's like, nigga, I'm from Philadelphia. Right. He's like, I'm a real live dude. Mm. So we get off the bus. We going up, and I'm getting ready to introduce him. He grabs the mic. And this nigga just starts beatboxing and rapping. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> like, right went crazy. Yeah. But the, the other part of that was that, like, when we walked in, it was it was probably at least probably at least um, 1,500 people there. Mm-hmm. He tried to shake everybody's hand. Like, he literally went, tried to go to every person, touch them, mm-hmm. stop to every group. And I've been around artists who ain't nowhere mm-hmm. on, on his, his level, level. Yeah. and act like, 
I you know what I mean? Like, like, like they shit on their fans. So I was just like, yo, man, this really taught me, like, nigga, no matter what you do, be humble. Be so humble. Was, mm. most shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Bitch, yeah. be humble. And shout out to Will Smith. That's oh, yeah, that was why right, he is man. the man like, he is yo. today. And That's I was why. just thankful to his people. Whoever told this nigga to get an Instagram, thank you. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he's funny as hell. I can imagine an Instagram without him, man. But hold on, that was your most memorable. Now, what was your most forgettable moment? Oh, he man. forgot. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah, I, gotta get high five that I don't, one. I don't really want to call little buddy out, but it was an uh, interview we did with Chief Keith. Man, it was like, yo, oh, like you know, and I felt bad for him because I know, I know how the industry is. They don't, mm. they don't train these young artists on how to do how media, to how do. to do. Yeah. So he gets we like nobody wanted to interview him. So you know, they called me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I interview him. So I, I go to interview him and it's just like he just wasn't a part of the interview. Right. And, that, and like y'all interview so y'all know like that's the mm-hmm. worst interview oh and nobody gosh. says nothing. Nothing. And you're like, okay. Right. This is terrible. And and I really I really don't want to make it about him. Yeah. It's really about the label. I think they should have did a better job yeah. of training. Well, we but, don't have that mm-hmm. anymore. Like we don't. labels yeah. don't have don't. like there was a whole like A and R like that would yeah, yeah. train these people up that but now they depend on social media. Now that I do like what Prize said during that interview that mm-hmm. you have artists now that are able to put their work out on their own, don't have to depend on a major record label. But, but the part that's the the other part of that is nigga, you still gotta get in these interviews, you gotta be able to carry yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of them that's, don't practice that and they're they not don't. taught yeah. that. And not. for some people that has to be a top behavior. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. If you don't know, you'll never change yeah, the behavior. Yeah, yeah. So, but that's what the industry now is like. Back in the days, they had um, they they developed the artists. Absolutely, now, they just like, oh, you got Instagram, whole bunch of Instagram followers. You got a hit, right? Scene. Let's go out, put you out, you know, and make the money. And yep. that's what a lot of artists are drowning because they're not able to do the media outlets right. and go do these search. Well, platforms. they do it. I think uh, they're doing it, but they're doing it backwards. They let the yeah. artists go out there first, get the money off of them. Then, like, if they're popular, all right, well, let's train, let's train Like, you can look at Lil Yachty. When he first started doing interviews, niggas like... Yeah, he was hard. But now he's gotten a whole lot better yeah. because, you know, he realized, like, I can make a ton of ton more money mm-hmm. by being personable and, and talking to interviews. Right. right, right. Now, being that you, you've been in Charlotte all your life. I mean, oh, my damn Born life. and raised. I mean, you, you cut him, he bleeds hornets. <laughs> So, hey, which color? Teal or purple? <laughs> hey, all of them. Panthers, all of them. All of them. <laughs> so, now, I always hear people saying that Charlotte is up and coming, up and coming. I think I've been in Charlotte now, geez, for uh, 10 years now. Yeah, yeah, up and coming. Yeah, up and coming. But for me, I feel like that's the process. Well, no, Trust the process. Me, have we not arrived? You know, we slow in the south. No, I'm saying. Trust the process. Hey. Hey, don't be talking about my city. Uh, you're right. Don't be talking but about now, my city. What, what, what but what I'm say, saying, have we, have we not arrived, though? Are we, we not here? We, after we, All-Star. Yes, yes. After All-Star. All-Star's so already been it. here. This is not the first time we had an All-Star game. When did we first have All-Star? 91. We had All Star. Yeah, I'm talking Hip-hop about trivia. like right now. Yeah, but like, what I mean is like Charlotte, Charlotte is in now. But the, here's the thing about the people that are saying that Charlotte is up and coming. They're mm-hmm. not from Charlotte, right? You know what I mean. Those are the people that are not from Charlotte, and it just depends on what sector you're talking about. You're talking right. about a business sector. Charlotte's been there. You're talking about music, R and B. We've been there. When you talk about rap, we're still up and coming. Okay. So it just depends on what you're talking about. Charlotte has always been a money city. We're the number two, still the number two mm-hmm. banking city in the United States Absolutely. of America, behind New York. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so so right. you, so what do you mean up and coming? It That's just, what I when say. When they say up and coming, they're talking about different things. Like when you I talk think about it's more entertainment. Entertainment and transportation because, you know, okay. we just added the, the, the blue red. line, the okay. red line. We're going to have right. a green line and a purple line. So right. so it's just, it's just, you know, becoming a city 
a, a worldwide global city, it takes time. It does. Like, it does. And, but everybody's moving here while we up and coming. Oh, right. like you look at you right. look at a part. You look at condos downtown across from the midnight down that are selling for a million dollars. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what? Let a me tell. No, I can't make this shit up. Right across the street Jeez. from the Midnight Diner. From the Midnight Diner, a million dollars? A million dollars. They started, when they first started building, they was 400000 The new ones that they're building now starting at a million in the same damn spot. In Go the down there and look. I can't make this shit up, bro. Absolutely Ain't not no lying. Because I can't make this shit up, bro. Wait, hold on. How far is that from the Spectrum Center? It's probably like, like three, five, five by eight blocks. Maybe Walking blocks. distance. Yeah. But let me tell you, let me tell you, let me yeah, tell you, it was a, no, no, there was this house when I first moved to Charlotte. I just love this house. I felt like this house had so much potential. It wasn't far from downtown. If you want to get in the Uber, or, well, Uber's one now, yeah. If you want to get in a cab and go downtown, it was right there. Your cab ride wouldn't be too much. That house was literally on the market for like, I want to say $169,000, if my memory serves me correct. That house now is a half a million dollars. Yeah. Half a million. What if I bought that house when I first moved down here at one sixty nine? dollars You wouldn't be here with no advisor right Like, now. I would not. I'd be somewhere being a bougie white woman. <laughs> now, <laughs> bougie, bougie like this and not like this. Hey. Come on, her name is Ashley. My name is Ashley. My name is Ashley. Where are you from? I'm from France. You're from France. I drink with my pink. I drink my punch with my pinky out. I drink my water And I eat croissant. I eat croissant. But that's the thing. It's like people don't understand. That's why it's important. Like Jay-Z, I think, said it best with that artwork. Like when you see something, get it. Get it. Get that yep. shit. Because that's it, like yeah. prime opportunity. I missed out. Like I'm kicking myself in the ass every time I drive by the house, see them kids playing in the damn yard. Like that's my You like it to be RJ. Get out my yard, you bastards. <laughs> like, I'm mad. I'm mad. She mad, mad. She I mad, am. mad. She I'm mad, mad. Mad, mad. Are you mad, mad? I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. I am baffled. I'm mad, mad. I am. I am. It's a problem. It's a problem, but I'll get there eventually. One yeah, step but, at a time. Yeah, so. <laughs> she mad, mad. But, yo, what I want to know is, like you was alluding to, how Charlotte is, is up and coming and that not even up and coming that, that that Charlotte is here. So being that Charlotte is here and you said that they are probably up and coming within the hip hop scene. Yeah. yeah. So within the hip hop scene, because we cover a lot of events um, with artists and upcoming artists, who do you feel in Charlotte can be that top tier artist coming out of Charlotte? It's not it's not one person. I think it's it's several. I mean, okay. you got like. You look at the things that uh, the baby is doing. The baby, shout out to the baby. Like, man. He's doing, he's doing phenomenal things when it comes to you know young rap and, and rap music. Mm-hmm. You look at cats who paved the way for him, like like three. You know what I mean? He's, his lyricism. Oh is yeah, three is yo. He's crazy. I heard the three. Yeah, he's dope. It's like J Way Sosa. Who's Sosa, shout out to J Way. It's, it's so many I can name. Chesy Boy is mm-hmm. doing big things. So it's like you know you got Cheddar Man who's helping, who's doing matters. Yep. Cheddar is like is like our is really like our masterpiece. Like yeah. he's doing movies mm-hmm. by himself. He's funding them himself. Mister Seven Hundred Four. Mister, I was gonna say that. Seven Hundred Four has got businesses and yeah. still doing music. Got studio. Let you come to the studio. So it's so many, and I think it's gonna take all of us to push somebody. I don't know mm-hmm. who it's gonna be. But I think it's gonna be it's gonna take one person to get there and bring yeah. everybody else. But I think we're gonna have 
they're going to have to allow that one person to exactly. go. To That's go. what I was going to say. And not pull them down. And not, because what happens is somebody will get almost there. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't fuck it up themselves, we'll fuck it up for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got to stop that. Mm-hmm. It's no reason why we all can't stand around that one person yeah. who we know got it. That ain't no reason. That ain't Charlotte. It's all a competition. The niggas yeah. compete harder than the business. That's what I they love do. about Atlanta. Right. It's like... Atlanta. That's why I think Atlanta supports Atlanta. Like exactly. the Atlanta artists, they they stand for I mean, each they, other. They got competition too, they but, do. but but they in do. the beginning, mm-hmm. they all supported each other. And right. The ones, yeah. And the ones that made it, they went and got the other niggas who who, right. who, who they knew was hot. Like right. Outcast. You would just take Outcast and organize mm-hmm. noise by itself. They went and got Goody Mob. They, mm-hmm. they, they went and got Slim Cutter, Calhoun, mm-hmm. right. and so on and so forth. And they just brought everybody else in until the point that they was like, "Well, damn, this is this is where it's at." Absolutely. Yeah. So, because I look at it as like you know when you drive in and you in a two lane street, those are fucking streets I hate the most. And somebody's <laughs> in the front, they're going mad slow, and you're like, "Damn, I can't get over because a car may be over there." I just feel like when if within the industry, it's not a two lane street. It's like a fucking thirty lane street. It's enough bread yes. and opportunity. Opportunities for everybody to eat. But it's just like, I just feel like in Charlotte, and we always allude to that in Charlotte, everybody is just always clicky. They don't want to group up and help. Like how you said, let's put all our resources into this one artist and get them out. And then once we get that person out, we could use our resources to get everybody else out. It's like nobody sees the bigger picture. That's why I started Pretty Game, man. But here's the thing, though. Like, it's changing. When you look at the Mm -hmm. things like the major producer, like, like, I don't think he get enough credit for what he's doing, Kate Figgs. Like he's mm, he's he's okay. been on major records. Mm-hmm. He's been on major records in the industry. But he he got together with the other big producer in the city. Said, "Let's form this thing called a council." So that's that that was the start. And then you look at the artists who are kind of older in the game. They're trying to go back and and help guide these young guys to like, man, don't do that, don't do this, don't say that, don't do this. Mm-hmm. And I think you know once the young artists start listening, I think mm-hmm. we'll be a better we'll be better on the hip hop scene. Yeah, yeah. facts. Yeah. I I totally agree because I think that Charlotte we is, got the talent, brother. Yeah, talent the talent is, is there. It's a mar- and, and it's a marketable city. Yep. And you know, we got the All Star game interested. coming. People are interested. And I just think I just you know what I think? And just my opinion, I think after this All Star game, I know we had an All Star game in ninety one, but I think at this All Star game, yeah. this is where people because we're all cause everything is intertwined. You got social media, everything, yep. the hoopla. I think after this All Star game, people gonna look at Charlotte, be like, yo. This is the city that we want to go to. We got to put our, mo- our money but, but, and everything into this city. But here's the thing, though. They already do that. Look at the CIAA. They've mm. been here. They yeah, CIAA. Yeah. They've been here. They've been here almost 13 years. That's true. They haven't left. Everybody comes in for the CIAA. That's but true. I think All Star is like a broader. It's really not. You don't think so? It's, it's, it's broader. It depends on what you're talking what you're about. Talking, yeah. I'm talking about like I went to All Star thinking Vegas. Wait. The, the last one that was ever be in Vegas again because y'all <laughs> niggas went out there and throw that shit up. It Cut wasn't up. me. You Look, was, you was cutting me. up. I ain't got you no was back part of the problem. But when you talk about the influx of people that come to the city, yeah. CIAA is the biggest, one of the biggest in, in the nation. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about on a global scale, All Star is going to reach way more countries and things of that nature. Yeah. So, you know, it's big that we get an All Star game. But y'all got you got to also look at that the Carolina Panthers have been to two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls. The biggest, that's when we didn't win. Now, had we won, I think we'd be. We've been in a different place. Yeah. Because you look at what happened in 2000 with, with Nelly in St. Louis. When right. St. Louis went to the Super Bowl, you know, everybody was in the city. They kept hearing about this guy, Nelly. Yeah. St. Louis St. won. St. Louis won. And bam. bam. And Nelly took off. E.I. What's happening So I think had we won one of those Super Bowls, right. it, everything helped. So I think the mm. All-Star game would definitely help. It could have changed the course. Yeah. yeah. Facts. Yeah. 
facts. Facts. Go ahead. I'm pretty fine. You would ask a question. Yeah, pretty fine. What you want to know? I got oh, one. Can I say something? Because it was it was interesting how P Fine was presented to us. When I presented, it was brought to us. How was and she it was through No Limit Larry. Oh, okay. You know, he gave us a recommendation and P Fine is here strong. Oh, yeah. You know, so the, let's hold on. Let's get a round of applause for that. Let's give let's her get, a round of how applause. that came so about. So I have, you know, I'll be forever grateful for that. So every interview that I do and people ask me, like, how did I get started with No mm-hmm. Advisory? I say No Limit Larry. So, you know, thank you in well, you know, person. You know, I, I you know, sometimes you recognize talent and you might can't put it on your station. Yeah. But you you, you, you recognize <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and you put him you put him somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. listen, I, I might can't do nothing. It's just he like did, owning though, a, a, a football or basketball team. Man, yeah. we might can't use you on our team, but hey, you can go in there and you can do it. That's yeah. why I wouldn't be mad if you took that spot on the West Coast. Because it's like, <laughs> let him spread his wings because guess what? He He's done did it. He done did it. I mean, you got to. And life is Absolutely. all about growth and progress. It if you is. If you allow yourself to stay stagnant, you will never go nowhere. Or right. Get any place. So you have to allow yourself to grow. So Absolutely. I do have a question. It's going to switch gears just a little okay. bit. Okay. So you're a public figure. That means your life. Is in the public eye. Is in the public eye. And I had to learn the hard way. <laughs> we all saw. I think yeah. we all Everybody saw. We were, we were there, sir. Just like this. God damn. God damn. Damn, damn. not my fun. nigga Larry. God damn. I love him. Go get mama another bag of chips. Yeah, well, this shit good. This is good shit right here. I'm going to keep on scrolling up because this shit. Damn. Nah, but how did you, being that it was that like brutal to me, yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you had to say that. <laughs> but, you know, with everybody forming public opinion and you having to deal with that because this is the life and the mm-hmm. career path that you chose. Mm-hmm. Um, it, t- In my opinion, it doesn't get easier. But how what are your coping mechanisms to deal with that type of shit? Because I'm now becoming a little more. So you, have, so you have to do it. too. So I'm I so, am doing it already. I got people saying, well, why are you dressed like this? Right, why you do right. that? How you do that? You got daughters. Bop, bop, bop. Everybody has an opinion. Right. How you 20 years. Yeah. So, you know, I've always been open. Like I ain't never like I ain't never said I was good at two shoes. I always said now I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I had the projects of Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I still got project ways. You know what yeah. I mean? Some shit is just, you're never going to unlearn or you're yeah. never going to forget. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I understand my role and my role as a community figure. So even though I understand that, I'm still a human, so I'm going to make mistakes. Mm. So like when I was going through my stuff, I was like, I don't get to make, I don't get a chance to make a mistake. I ain't perfect. Like Jesus was perfect, but I ain't him. Yeah. I'm not him. So the way I go through it is, you know, I had to learn like everybody's going to have an opinion. Everybody got, especially in this day and age, mm-hmm. everybody's got an opinion about what you do, but you got, you got to do what's best for you, mm-hmm. what's true to yourself. And that I've always done what's true to myself, mm-hmm. no matter what. So going through the situation, it was like, I, I just let people say what they got to say, mm-hmm. because the more you talk and you, you engage in different conversations, they going to have their opinion regardless. Mm-hmm. But the more you engage in different conversations on social media and stuff like that, you just going to keep fanning the fire. Mm-hmm. So eventually sure. the fire going to die because next week somebody going to fuck up and they ain't yes. going to forget about me. Because I tuned in to, I ain't, I'm, gonna, I ain't going to lie. Gonna, I tuned in, me. I was like, I got to hear what this nigga going to say on the radio and about and, this and, shit. And, the thing and when he was, say nothing, I was like, oh, he a pimp. But, but, the, thing, <laughs> but the thing about that is it, was, it wasn't that I didn't want to say nothing. Because I, I did. Yeah. I did. But, you know what I mean? I, I'm still employed by somebody. Right. right. So right. when they come to you and they're like, well, uh, how are we going to handle this situation? <laughs> I'm right. And I'm like, well, I've already been honest. I was honest a long time ago with my bosses. Mm-hmm. So they already knew about mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. So they was like, so when you come in, you've already laid your cards laid on the table. Mm-hmm. 
they like, look, so we already know. Mm-hmm. But now it's in the public, so what do you want to do? And right. I told them what I want to do, and they came back to me and said, that's not what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I got to listen. Nigga, they pay the check. They so paid, yeah. I'm going to listen to y'all, and, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. So the other part of that was I wasn't even afraid for me because mm-hmm. I can handle me. I'm afraid for my family right. and yeah. what my kids got to see. And those mm-hmm. are the people that I'm responsible to the most, right. my wife and my kids. And when I got to go home and I got to look my sons in the face and I got to explain to them what happened, that's a different situation right. than I got to explain to a nigga on the street. Absolutely. So that was Absolutely. my biggest thing. Like, after that, because, you know, like Jesus said, like I listen to Jeezy a lot. And, mm-hmm. and Jesus said, he said, they hate you to love you to hate you again. Mm-hmm. Yep. They so they're going to love you first because when you coming up, you think about when you first start doing something. They love the shit out you. Right. When you make it, they hate you. They hate you. They're like, nigga, like, oh, you mad at Right. Nigga, we was, we was applauding for you. We was there with you. You make it, and they're like, damn, I, damn, man, you made it. Man, the they fact he did do something in 99. Right, 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 right. Then they bring all that up. Mm. And then you keep going, and then they love you again. It's like, mm-hmm. damn, oh, man, that's my nigga. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. that's how it goes. And the most important part of what you just said is, is like what you said, you put your truths on the table. Yeah. So can't nobody throw that back in your face? My employers know my truth. Yeah. 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 Y'all not signing <laughs> He, he pulled no the M&M 8 mile on them. <laughs> you got to. Right, <laughs> but that's the realest thing that's you can do. That's the realest thing you can do. That's the Like, listen, I did it, bro. Like, I did it. Now what? Mm-hmm. What we gonna do? So, about? Right. You ain't never did it. You point fingers at me? Right. Absolutely. And then like, Absolutely. and then like, what, the thing is, it, it depends on like certain stuff you do. It, it, stuff I did, shit ain't criminal. Mm-hmm. Right. You at the at end me? of the day, right. It's not right. right, 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 right. So, so after, okay, I, I understand all of that. So my question is twofold. What would your advice be to someone that's just starting? Mm-hmm. Like you sit them down, you say, listen. This is what you should do. This is right. just based off of my personal experience. Mm-hmm. This is how you should handle your life now being public opinion. Um, I would tell him like I my son wants to get in the radio. My oldest son wants to get in the radio. And he's he's very he's very engaging on Facebook. So like somebody say something to him, he's going back at him. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna tell you, like I just said, be who you are, but don't engage in that bullshit. Because yeah. the more bullshit you engage in, that's energy you're taking away, number one, from yourself. And then number two is just like you keep fanning the fire. Absolutely. Like something happened with my son and, I, and and I'm sleeping. I wake up and I get calls from everybody from my homeboys. Like, boy, your son going through it on Facebook. Oh, so I put a phone call in. I'm like, yo, what you doing? And he's like, what you mean? I was like, why are you going back and forth with them? If you know who you are as a person, why are you going back and forth with somebody? Because right. they still going to have their opinion regardless. Right. I ain't changing nobody's mind. All I can do is keep living and being me. So I would tell you, man, be true to who you are and be as open as you can or as open as you want to be. There you have it. And they can't, they can't do nothing about that. Right. There you have it. Be true to who you are. Be yep. true. You and know, segue into my be. motto for 2018. <laughs> January 1st, 2018, I said hashtag motherfucking unbothered. Anything that disrupts my positive energy, I don't have time or energy for. Let me ask you something. You said you got daughters at home. Yes. All the people that talk shit about you, how many of them um, offered to help take care of your daughter? None of them. Right. Exactly. None. None of them. None. That's it. That's it. You, you come home to babysit. You my come home answer. You paying this. You, you paying this, you pay this light bill. Daycare you got bills. something on this mortgage. Daycare no, no. bills. Is it was like, actually a coworker <laughs> that pulled me to the right. side because I had been on leave from work. I got yeah. back to work. Coworker pulled me to the side. Somebody that I respected, and she said, "What's this I hear?" When she started like that, my whole demeanor like yeah, changed. Yeah, like, yeah. I was almost like posting. Like, she was up? talking down to Right. Yeah, She's like, what's right. this I hear about you doing this rap thing? Mm-hmm. Wow. And then I'm also noticing or hearing that, you know, some of your outfits are, you know, what, no, what is that? Didn't. Yes, she did. You are, you Do are, I you are, you are you're responsible for your daughters, though. So Hold what on. you, so you talk say, to them. Um, she don't talk to them. Exactly. So, right. so exactly. I say, um, well, people kill 
She said, well, why are you doing that? I said, well, because I want to. And number two, I have conversations because I have a teenage daughter. Mm-hmm. Number two, I have conversations with her and I let right. her know. When, I, and when mommy is in performance mode, you know who mommy really is. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You've had 15 years with me. Right. The public is just now they getting to know Pretty Fine. Pretty right. Fine right. is a character. Pretty Fine is an alter ego. Yeah. yeah. So you know who I am. So when I'm doing this, if at any point any of this bothers you, you open your mouth and you let me know. Right. These are the conversations I'm having with my teenager. She said to me, well, no, you can't have those kind of conversations with her. I said, why? Why not be honest? Oh, the the oh man. But then I also said, <laughs> I also said, I said, I'm a dead it right here. But if this you or crazy. anybody else you had this round table discussion with has any further concerns, you guys know where my desk is. And right. I walked off. And I'll yeah. be there. I'll be right now. If y'all five. got so much concern, hey, my daughter got dance lessons. They cost oh, $250 a week. Right. Oh, y'all they ain't got it. They ain't got it. I got a cash app. Y'all can cash app me. Cash app me right quick. There you yeah. go. That part. So That's I appreciate that. Yeah. I respect oh, yeah. that answer. Oh, yeah. For real. You know. Yeah, go ahead. I got to use the girls' room. Go ahead. Use the girls' room. Why you tell everybody on the mic? <laughs> this is no advisory podcast. Who the fuck I'm My one last question I got for you, Lizzy, is 20 years in the game. Like, for some, a lot don't make it because when you're dealing with radio or anything that you win, you have to, one, have the the, the listeners, the viewers, and mm-hmm. people that got to be generally interested in what the product that you're putting out. Mm-hmm. So I just want you to let the people know or to anybody that's out there listening or watching that have aspirations of being into radio, what does it take to have longevity in a radio game? Um, I want everybody... Journey is different, but for me, you know, I pride myself on always being touchable. Like y'all see me anywhere. Yes, facts. like like we we had a conversation on how we first met. Yes. You thought I played you, but we right. went through that. We went you know through that. We we we. That's we why came, I respect this man yeah, so we, much. We, we came in as men. You, you told me what what happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that's what it is. Because he's not gonna let you forget it. Anyway. Yeah, but it's cool though. <laughs> but I respect him for that. He respected me for mm-hmm. where I came from. Yes. So, but you know, one thing I've always, I've always prided myself on is is being touchable. Like you can mm-hmm. see me at Walmart two in the morning with Crocker on, and be like, man, what the hell? <laughs> like I ain't I ain't no different than anybody else. Yeah. And I've always tried to be that person because I know mm-hmm. where I come from. Yeah. And I know where I can go back to. Mm-hmm. So, um, that and and just be involved in the community. Mm-hmm. I think the more you involved in the community, the more people will attach to you because, you know, it's so many people that, that get up, they make it and they forget. You like, forget, bro, it's right. niggas out here that ain't eating. Right. It's, 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 it's kids out here that need daycare money. Mm-hmm. So anytime you can, you can help with that or you can do something to help in the community with that mm-hmm. to get somebody an outlet, I try to do it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, as much as possible. And my mentor taught me that. So mm-hmm. that would be my mentor to somebody else, man. Try to do as much as you can in the community. And just, be, like I said earlier, be who you are. Don't mm-hmm. be somebody else. Don't be fake. Yeah. Because niggas see through that quick. They see quickly. Quick. Right. They're going to see through that quick, especially in this day and age. And your social media game, because, like, I didn't come up in the social media era. Yeah. So, but now, like, you know, a person coming up, person, a personality, you got to have social media. Because that's how, that's how people see you now. Mm-hmm. But for me, mine was hand to hand. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It was almost like a party promoter when they was getting our flyers. Yeah. Mine was hand to hand. I had to go in the community. I had to go to different neighborhoods. Hey, bro, this is what we're doing. And, mm-hmm. and I did that for years. So mm-hmm. so now your hand to hand is social media. If you ain't got social media, you trying to be in this entertainment game, you behind eight ball. You behind eight ball. Behind eight ball. Y'all, heard, y'all heard it here first. So behind if anybody that's wanting, has aspirations of wanting to be into a radio Oh, game, and practice. Practice. You got to practice. practice makes he perfect. did tell me that. You got to practice. Because <laughs> and I thought I was like, "What the fuck you mean?" He was like, "You got to you got to practice your personality, work on your personality." What the fuck you, you got to? <laughs> no, but what like, you got to do is like, like, oh my, per- 
I got it. <laughs> After she was all fucking up, you know, like you know what people do? Okay. People sit back, they ride, listen, they listen to y'all, they listen to me, and they think, man, that shit easy. Yeah, and then you right. get your ass in the interview, you like, uh, right, uh, right, right. You freeze up. You got to practice. Like you got to practice. I used to practice a lot. Like when I when I was first starting the radio, I would listen to somebody's show, and I probably would do it for a month, and I would just practice myself, like doing breaks. Yeah, oh, you got to practice. This is like basketball or football. You don't practice, your team not gonna right. be good. And this is what I be telling my guys. I was like, yo, we are <laughs> in the media industry. We have to know our stuff. When somebody yeah, comes comes to us with a certain question within media that we supposed to know and we don't know right. I ain't fuck with them they just, yeah. they just doing that shit that's how you get you know? your respect in this industry respect, right. that's what this industry is about right. respect respect right Absolutely. so one more time Larry let the people know where they can find you at oh man you already know every morning 5 to 10 a.m. on the weekdays man power 98 you can always hit me on my social media at uh, no leads you on Instagram no leads 98 on snap I will say my snap kind of ratchet Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Followers, and, right? And I'm on it. Facebook too. So holla at your boy. Yay! Hey. Yes. So, do anybody got any final questions? I'll save mine for the after show. Save yours for the after. <laughs> save for the after show. <laughs> I don't have any other questions, so, but I'm gonna say thank you again for. Yes, let's give a final applause. Thank you like, for everything you've done for the community. Yes. Nah, she, like years. she really took this and she's really taking it like and she's ran with it. So yes. I'm proud of you too because a lot of people ask for help now and follow and then right. follow through. She followed through and she's doing that. Yes, thing. and that's your artist too. And this is a a, a beautiful gem that you have <laughs> bestowed upon us. She worldwide. She to be global. She about to be global. She got old men. Check in a minute. I got she is. I need to be on the hey, hey, Look, Larry, I got it on video. <laughs> I got it on video. <laughs> so one more time, let's give it up for No Living Larry. Yeah. Yes. And this is No Advisory Podcast Show, whatever the fuck y'all want to call it, and we are signing <laughs> off. But before we do, No Limit is dropped off an exclusive track. To us by Delicious. What was it? What was the track called? Um, uh, fuck around and fall in love. Fuck oh, around no. and fall in love. Something like that. So we FNL. FNL. So we gonna play a little clip of that while we signing off. It's your boy CEO McLean. It's your girl Ash B. One time for pretty fine. Shout out to Shot Boys representing birthday. Happy birthday, Happy girl. Birthday. We Happy love birthday. you. Happy birthday, Shout out to Murph. Shout out to um Petty P. Shout out to God. I said Murph already. Shout out to the SG. Shout out to E Class. And this is FNL Delicious. And we signing off, no advice, motherfuckers. Bang. Bang. Don't make me mad at you When you win it, boy, you better act a fool And don't be a nice guy Better hit it like you got an attitude I like the roller We can smoke one when we bust one I hope you rock a big jacket Or I'll be walking when the bus comes You better be good with your hands If you gon' be fucking with this Nigga, I hope you can swim If you thinking about diving in I got that crack, okay Heroin, better pick a side, pick a side but if you're trying to lose your life, you better rock a suit and tie. Cause fuck you with me, you gon' fuck around and fall in love. Fuck around and fall in love. Low miles on the body, got him hooked like a drug. Fuck around and fall in love. Fuck around and fall in love. Here you get this once you gon' fuck around and fall in love. Fuck around and fall in love. Fuck around and fall in love. I can blow you. Fuck around and fall in love. Fuck around and fall in love. If you get this once, you gon' fuck around and fall in love.
it. If I sit this ass on it, can you put the smash on it? Oh, yeah. You won't even last, homie. We can bet the cash on it, oh, yeah. Cause I got that buy script. Take the soul out of niggas. Hope you can eat the pie and it got a whole lot of feeling. When you eat it, I hope you go out of bounds. Hope you got a potty mouth. Hope you about that shit you've been talking about. Cause I ain't with the fuck around, no, no. Pussy fresh and it's nice. But you better beat the box like your ducky fresh on the mic. Ducky fresh on the mic. You better be good with your pants if you're gonna be fucking with this. Nigga, I hope you can swim. If you thinking about diving in, I got that crack cocaine, heroin. Better pick a side, pick a side. But if you're trying to lose your life, you better rock a suit and tie. Cause fucking with me, you gon' fuck around and fall in love. Fuck around and fall in love. Low miles on the body, gotta put it like a drug.